Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Oh, if there's something strange in your podcast feed, who are you going to call? Us, probably. Us. <laughs> and you're going to ask why? And you're going to ask. Why'd you do this? You're going to ask what, what's going on? I don't. I, I agreed to doing this. I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like I'm pinning it all on you, but I. It was my idea. Though. It was. It was your idea, and I was like, yeah, sure. That's you know, that's thematic. It's it's spooky season, but I I still don't know what exactly this episode's gonna look sound like because there's just <laughs> there's really just nothing the to Ghostbusters talk about. Theme. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing to talk about that's like different is the part that's not Fallout Boy. Yeah. But they did do this. We, I, and, they and did. They I did. did I did this. some research to 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 pad it out, so I'll, I'll uh, bring bring it up as it comes out. But um, some some of our dear listeners may not know this, and I would not blame them. But in the the year of our Lord twenty sixteen, things thing things were happening. We were getting four female Ghostbusters. What does the world come to? Adult virgins, etc. And the Ghostbusters movie is okay. I like it. I think it's all right. I think it's as tonally weird as the first two Ghostbusters. All I'm saying is you just you just see Kate McKinnon like a gun and like, I'm here for that. Oh, I love the cast. I love the casting so much, including like, like all four of them. Chris Hemsworth, good cast. I think the cameos of the original Ghostbusters is a bit much. I think yeah. positing that the only two black people on screen are have to be related sucks. I do agree with that, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of just the 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 script isn't isn't great, but it's fun. They they have good chemistry together, and uh, and if you if you missed out that uh, there's like 20 seconds in the movie where you hear this song, but Fallout Boy did an inter- an interpretation of <laughs> the Ghostbusters theme because it's not really a cover. It's not really yeah, a remix. Although it although it does come from the album titled covers i don't think that's real like i'm looking at i'm looking at genius.com please sponsor us but it does say here like this is listed under covers as a fallout boy thing and i don't know if they released a covers album i think this is just i think this is just people on genius grouping a bunch of songs that they have in fact covered um oh this answers our question from uh from last week's episode they did cover the monkey song from jungle book Oh, they did. Well, there we go. I want to be answered. like you, in parentheses, the monkey song uh, produced by Patrick Stump. Oh, yeah. Anyways, they did this song. It is listed under this, the covers here, but it is far, far from a mimic cover. It is very, very transformative. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing or a good thing. It's just kind of... So this movie came out, I think it was like summer 2016 or something. I did that see it in theaters. right, yeah. It's fine. I did too. I had fun. My best friend and I went, and it was a good time. Yeah, I went with my, uh, at the time partner, and it was, it was an okay movie. I don't have, like, any nostalgia or real praise for the original, but I'm just like, yeah, me yeah it's fun. It's alright. Yeah, like, I've seen the first one, but I didn't really, like, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have any of that nostalgia. I like the new one better, honestly. Like it, it spoke to me more. Sure. But um, I also have notoriously uh questionable taste in films. So 
The movie's fine. It's fine, yeah. The most bizarre decision was, hey, let's get Fall Out Boy to do the song. With Missy Elliott being featured. In 20... And like, I guess she was kind of having, like, some career pops, pop-ups back up again that time. But, I, I mean, like, her... It's her... just an interesting combination of yeah. artists. I, don't, I mean, 2016 was... After American Beauty, I think. I think so. And I think they were probably like, yeah, really wanting to work with rappers. Like they were doing that, you know, yeah, remix they album. Did that remix album. Which I think was, it, it would have had to have been 2016 as well because they would not have named it what they named it after 2016. I don't think. Yeah, no, there's no way. I don't. I don't. I don't think anyone would have let them. But uh, it's still out there and it still exists. Anyways, this song happened. Ghostbusters. How, how do we talk about it? How, how do you think it sounds? I guess we'll start like we normally start. I think it sounds okay. Like, I don't know. I think, like, the Ghostbusters song is, like, pretty fun, I think, yeah. generally. And, like, I think them doing, like, a little bit of, like, a, like a pop rock spin on it is Yeah, it's pretty, than... it's pretty electric, I would say. Yeah, and I feel like that's, I like it. Like, you know, it's. It's boppy in the way that, like, the Ghostbusters song is boppy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's got, like, some vocal sampling throughout it. It's, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's fun in, like, 2016 pop radio way when, like, yeah. you know, Ray Parker Jr.'s original is just a Huey Lewis ripoff. And it's, like, that isn't, like, particularly good or deep or meaningful. It's just a fun pop song and... This is what fun pop songs kind of look like now, or yeah, it did in twenty sixteen. It's literally just supposed to be catchy, and so I think yeah. they did a good a good job of like modernizing that idea. Yeah, it's fine. I think my like they barely use the best hook from the original. like melody riff that's like in the chorus because there's really yeah. no, really no like and it's also like neil cesariga tapped into it when he did bustin which is the best of all of the aforementioned ghost busting songs is neil cesariga's <laughs> bustin which unfortunately can't be the pairing because it's not on spotify It's like barely in the Fall Out Boy one. I think it's like probably Joe that like because they played on the guitar and doesn't like mm -hmm. really translate very well. But it's near the end. I don't know. Also, yeah. Patrick does say Bustin makes me feel so good near the end. It, he does. But he it, sure it, does. It, it comes so late that it almost feels like a punchline. And it like. Uh, to I, me, it is a punchline. <laughs> it is. But like I'll have to. Whenever it comes up and wherever I edit it into this episode, like the way that he delivers it the first time, it feels like it's like he is possessed and it's coming out of him. Like he has to say it, but he's trying not yeah, to. Like he is co like compelled to say Bustin makes me feel so yeah. good. And to be fair, I think I think his voice is 
probably one of the best things about this song. Like, he's just a good performer. I've never, well, I, yeah. I have. I have said, like, Patrick, what are you doing before? But it's very rare. I'm usually saying Patrick is great. Yeah, I'm usually very much here for Patrick and whatever he does. I think it's pretty much just the demo of Alpha Dog where I think he wasn't quite using his lower register very well. Yeah. And like I think yeah. there's another I think there's another song. It's usually that where I I'm mean, like he just everything about got Yule better. is also bad. So Yeah. I mean his voice is fine, it's just not utilized very well. Yeah. I don't know. So Good thing we don't have to talk about that again. Ever again. Hell yeah. <laughs> Even though we keep bringing it up. Because we're doing a different song for the holidays. Probably. This year. And it'll probably, depending on how this episode looks when we're done with it. Anyways, I don't know if it's, if, do we have to read the lyrics still? Because I think, I mean. I think that we should. It's Ghostbusters. But it's different. I mean, it's, it's, it's less. It's Ghostbusters, it's, but it's less. less. Also, I really do think and that's that not we me need saying to it's have worse. audio. Of, it's just, it's just like literally less of the song. Um, I do think that we need audio of us reading uh, these lyrics because that's fine. They're just incredible. Well, you have to go first because then it lines up where you have to do Missy Elliott's first. Yes, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, the song starts with the titular Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. If there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. If there's something weird and it don't look good, who can you call? Ghostbusters. I didn't realize that it changed from who you gonna call to who can't you call. I'm calling. I'm not afraid, not afraid. I'm not afraid, not afraid. I'm not afraid, not afraid. And I am just going to say, I feel like if you weren't afraid, you wouldn't be calling Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hold on a second. Well, that hurt. All right. So this criticism of the speaker having rapidly different responses to ghosts, that is true of the original because the original one is still just Ray Parker Jr. It's like, who, if, if something's bad, who are you going to call? And then he says, well, I ain't afraid of no ghost. Yeah, and it's like, well, but clearly you are because you're calling Ghostbusters. You're calling the Ghostbusters, Mr. Junior. If, if you were not afraid of ghosts, you would live with the ghost. You wouldn't need it to be busted. You would just cohabitate. Yeah. There like would be no a Boston. goddamn adult. There would be no Boston. You would be like the rest of us grownups and you would live with your ghosts. Mm -hmm. Or just become one like I have. Exactly. The two genders, living with the ghost or becoming one. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Patrick really belts the I'm not afraid, which is fine. Yeah, they sound good. I just like uh, logically, I'm like, why are you afraid? If you're not afraid, yeah. then you wouldn't need them ghosts busted. I was doing I was I was wondering what did what did the media think about this song when it came out? And, you know, all the all the times that Pete Wentz has ever written about how, like, they're not well respected. I think whatever I read today might just be what he's been reading the whole time. Because no one is, I mean, like, their fans are just like, I would say even their fans are divided. But in terms of, like, critics, pretty much every critic is like, Jesus Christ. And, like, like a lot of these reviews are even about, like, hey, the movie's getting panned because people are sexist. That sucks. But, hey, this song, still not good. I just, like, it's so funny to me that, like, critics would even have to, like, take on this song. And I guess that's, like... It's a, it's Fallout Boy doing a Ghostbusters song. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like, like obviously, like I'm always here for criticizing art and media because, like, you know, it's meant to. Mm-hmm. But like, this is literally like the least meaningful, like goofiest shit. And so it's just funny to me that critics are like, "The song is bad." It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, like, I mean, it's like, I mean, all right. And here, here's the the line from the L.A. Times that I really think. Uh, is, is the most like honest and well like the mo- the best perspective it has on it and it says referring to the follow-up boy song it says it's so bad that it makes the original ray parker jr version seem good and i mean like i don't even think it's like bad like i think both of them are just like goofy ass fucking movie soundtrack songs yeah it's like, like they're not it's not like anybody was like trying like i guess that's my thing is it's less like that i think it's good and less that i think like anyone was trying to make something good mm-hmm. and yeah. more just like people were just trying to make something fucking campy and dumb like yeah it's 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 very fine uh it's it's just i, I would describe it as just a different weight class to not be taken too seriously yeah uh, well and i genuinely don't think it's like bad it's just like fine yeah it's just fine and it's like funny more than anything yes which is why i insisted that we had to do it yeah and it's interesting too like i have to i don't really remember how fallout boy publicized it or how how this song or this movie in regards to this song was marketed because there's a lot of songs made for movies that you like don't get this treatment like is it just fun to pick on fallout boy like i mean it must be we make this podcast but like yeah like we're not normally like dunking on them in that way though. no no no. We, we try to find the the most good we can and then we specifically call out pete for stuff that usually isn't required but the fact that like yeah la times is like running exactly how bad is the fallout boys new ghostbusters theme song and like i'm, I'm just if i just google it like all the top headlines are that it's like yeah the verge is talking about negativity uh consequence of sound is writing about it. I watched an interview with Ray Parker Jr. where he seems fine with it. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's different. He's like, I'm of a different generation. I obviously have different values of what I, what kind of music I make, but it's, you know, he's like, I'm not going to say it's good or bad. It's just different than what the original one was. And that's fine. It's fine. But like, I don't hear anyone saying like, did Idris Elba does an in-character rap for the credit sequence of Hobbs and Shaw. That movie came out this year. This year, 2019. And the only person I know dunking on Idris Elba is like Chris Hutton. And thank you for doing that good service. Shout out to you, Chris. But like that's literally a Demi Wee Babe joke. Like that's like he he makes like 
what if the Han Solo movie had a childish Gambino rap verse over the credits? But like, they just actually still do that shit. Yeah. One of the one of the Pacific Rim movies had a rap song over the credits about the plot of the movie. Like that's a that's Will Smith. I think it's genuinely because it's this movie. I think there's like such a weird, rabid nostalgia about this movie specifically that like. I think it would have been fucked no matter what. And Fall Out Boy is kind of like a band that people already like to dunk on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... Especially post-hiatus. Yeah, so I feel like it wasn't a stretch for people to be like, oh, it's Fall Out Boy and it's new Ghostbusters? Like, meh. I mean... All right, so I think it was the year after this that 21 Pilots did the song for Suicide Squad? I feel like they didn't even get as much shit. For Prob- the Suicide Sucks. Probably. I think, all right. Well, that song's kind of fine, though, <laughs> is the thing. Like, that's not like a song. I don't like it's, it. It's, it's not a reimagining of an older song. And it's just like, it's our, it's, it is it is well within their wheelhouse. Like, it sounds like a 21 Pilot song. I just, like, I don't like, like, modern 21 Pilots. And I really mm-hmm. don't like that fucking song. And I really didn't like that fucking movie. So that, it's a bad that movie. song, that song is way more offensible to me than. Fallout Boy redoing mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, because again, like it's it's like it's like something that like I would never take that seriously as like a piece of mi- music to be critical of, you know? Yeah. Like even as we're doing it on our show, we literally were like, "LOL, how are we gonna do this?" Because it's like a jokey, stupid song. Whereas like that was a real ass Twenty One Pilots song that I don't think is very good. No. That was also attached to a horrible movie. God, that movie's very bad. There's a lot of songs made for that movie like i think i know skrillex produced or was part of something and then there was the 21 pilot song i think imagine dragons did like a hook for a (laughs) posse rap song oh my god i don't i the thing is i've just i was in a hot topic the same year that movie came out that's the only reason i know about it but that's fair also i think panic covered bohemian rhapsody for that soundtrack probably but also brendan just keeps singing it because he thinks he's that good and I'm I'm so tired, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, Ghostbusters yeah. movie's fine. This song's fine. Unfairly read- criticized for a laundry list of reasons. Yeah. Read the hook, Joe. Hook one. Hook one. Uh, I'm not afraid. Who are you calling now? <laughs> calling now? Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Not afraid. I'm not afraid. Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters. I really like the idea. Like, the, the, the picture that this song paints is someone being like, who are you going to call? Oh, yeah, the Ghostbusters. That makes sense. I'm not afraid, though. And it's like, okay, but wait, who are you calling, actually? Who? Are, are you sure? Oh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. But I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid, though. But yeah, I am going to call the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, I like that it's kind of framed <laughs> as, like, a conversation between two people, like, looking in the phone book, almost. Mm-hmm. Like... Are you going to call? Who are we calling? For what? Are you sure? But I'm not afraid, though. I promise. Yeah. The So Fall Out Boy still uses this, like, echoey gang vocal of just, like, all the all the voices yelling Ghostbusters. But mm-hmm. it, it does not fit as well with their sound as it did with the original, I don't think. Yeah. I think they should have changed it because it still does the Ghostbusters. And that, yeah. like, doesn't fit with but the just a, it's, Yeah. And it's just, well. like, faster as well. Like, it has to yeah. be faster. And I don't know if it sounds strange 
entirely because I'm used to one iteration of it. Maybe. I think they should have changed it a little bit more, though, to fit mm -hmm. the newer vibe. Yeah, like, the the things they kept from the original was mainly just the words afraid and Ghostbuster and, I guess, calling, but... Yeah. But, like, the things that made the original good are not the words. It is, like, various sonic decisions. Like, the the riffs are good. And, I mean, Ray Parker Jr. has a good voice. Yeah. Good. En- There's a good energy in that song, but like the words are meaningless. Yeah, it's literally just like word salad about ghosts and calling yeah. someone to exterminate and, them. And that's partly why Neil Cesariga's Boston is so good because it just rearranges those those pieces into a like a a a puzzle. Like it's taking a puzzle piece and rearranging it into like a more satisfying thing because he makes up his own through line <laughs> and he like makes up these like bits about sleeping and it's just like. It, it's it's very it's very funny but it's also like genuinely a good song the way he rearranges like several vocal layers and like i don't know just go listen to that um that should have been in the spooky, movie scary skeletons on spotify <sighs> maybe i'd have to look if it is can that be the pairing yeah let me yay let me look real quick i love when joe indulges my bullshit which is all of this episode i indulge your bullshit pretty much all the time <laughs> It's true. It's true. But this is like a special case because this is like the song and the playlist. Caitlin, and... have, have I ever told you no? I don't think so. Actually, genuinely, I don't think you've ever said no. <laughs> Listen to that banjo kazooie ass shit. <laughs> Spooky, scary skeletons. Do, that do, 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 yes, do, it's on Spotify. Do. That's on the pairing yes! playlist. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love that my contributions to the uh, playlist have been uh, Panic of the Disco. uh, Panic of the Disco, uh, two fucking Wonder Years songs, and Spooky Scary Skeletons. Hell yeah. (laughs) Very on brand. Hall of Famer. (laughs) All right. So uh, I did hook one. So now you're on verse two. Yep. If you're seeing things running through your head, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. An invisible man. Sleeping in your bed. What? Who are you gonna call? The police. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ghostbusters. Oh fuck. <laughs> I feel like an invisible man is different than a ghost. I feel I mean the the novel The Visible Man, he is a man who was turned invisible. He is yes. not dead. He is not a he ghost. He's not a ghost. And he probably wouldn't just sneak into your bed and sleep there. He probably would. Have you read The Invisible Man? No. My all right. Oh, it's it's fucked up. Is that man fucked? is a sociopath. Okay, I guess well, that's what happens when you turn invisible. I learned that from one piece. But alright, so <laughs> in the Hotel Transylvania movies, the Invisible Man. Uh-huh. Is a chill dude. He's just a chill dude. He wears like He's glasses, so you know where they are. Yeah. Nah, in the in the book, he like murders people. That's fucked up. Like I can't remember if it's more than one person. He definitely kills at least one person. That's fucked. I yeah. like. I don't even remember what happens like he's he's such a bit character in the hotel transylvania movies yeah he's literally just there for fucking like gags yeah there's like in the second movie there's a lot of bits where he pretends to have an invisible girlfriend that's pretty funny that is funny i like those movies they're really good thank you i like those movies a lot they're very good jindy tarostowski is maybe maybe not my favorite animation director 
but up there. And the way he, like, like it's 3D animation, but he uses, like, squash and stretch techniques the way that, like, mm-hmm. 2D animators do. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's very good. It's very good. I like the second one a lot. The third one's also, like, the third one's just, like, him wishing he got to make Popeye and <laughs> doing, like, throwing shit at the wall. Yeah. I really do love that he was, like, I want this to be on a cruise ship. Yeah, and then Fucking, they, they, and they I, make, it, it, it all has to stem from that. And they all and they keep making the joke like we work like I, I we already have a hotel at home. Why are we on one on the on the water now? <laughs> uh, it's so good. Good movies. Good films. D- David Spade's second best voice role following Cusco. True. Which are probably his two good roles. Period. Yeah, honestly. Anyways, I I'm just putting off t- reading Hook too. Um, oh, wait, it's exactly the same. It I is. I can't believe it. And so now we get to the 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 highlight, the highlight of this of the song. I don't want to be episode. mean to Missy Elliott. She sounds like she's having so much fun. And like her her yeah, flow is I, good. Like, I love yeah. the way her voice sounds. But ev- like, if you read like the, the words, words of the rap are not good, but no. she performs them very well. I also have to assume that she didn't write it. I mean, I would, I would hope that if she wrote it, it would be better. Yeah, I just, I can't imagine that Missy Elliott like, actually wrote this. But like, also, or, or maybe they were like, "Hey, Missy, it's gotta be like rated G. It's gotta be like yeah. baby friendly." Yeah, and I mean, like, I just, yeah, I'm just here for how like goofy and fun this is, mm-hmm. and like, I'm honestly really here for Missy Elliott being like, "Hell yeah, I'll do a feature." On the Fallout Boy version yeah. of Ghostbusters, just, just take, just take the check and run. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just here for being like, oh, what? That sounds goofy as hell. I'll do mm-hmm. it. The LA Times article also like spends a good amount of time just being like, there's so many other words you could have written that were better than that, Missy. And I have to believe that like that is because it's like either Fallout Boy or this movie or just like some like. Hey, you, you, like, I imagine, like, like, the last line of it is smoke these ghosts, like, backwoods. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, surely she could have done better. And I'm going to assume she, could, like, like, contractually couldn't have written anything more smoking adjacent. Yeah, and honestly, like, I'm kind of here for people being able to make stuff that's kind of shitty but fun sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Missy Elliott's great. I don't. I feel like no one is gonna look at this song and be like, "Actually, Missy Elliott is bad." Like, yeah, no, it's just you know. she. She did a, a a bit like so many other, and and maybe Missy Elliott was just like, "Hey, we have to have a woman on the track because this is the this Ghostbusters movie." But also, there's just like so many other rappers have done like bit verses for paychecks, and it's fine. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's a job. And honestly, like, I would prefer, I prefer this so much to, like, if it had been, like, Nicki Minaj or something. I like, I, I like, here's what I'll say. I think Nicki Minaj can be good. She's made up a lot of bad personal choices and professional choices, if I'm being honest. Uh, but I think overall she is a good performer. But I, I think like I, Nicki Minaj as a rapper, like, with my limited knowledge of rap, like, mm-hmm. I have enjoyed a lot of the rap I have heard from Nicki Minaj. That being said, I think she's a very sus person. Oh, generally. yeah, like, the a lot of her early music videos are, like, appropriative of, like, uh, Japanese culture. 
I just, for me, thinking about this verse on this song, I think Missy Elliott phoning it in is way more enjoyable than Nicki Minaj phoning it in. Exactly. And I think there's just, like, there's something about, like, Missy Elliott as, like, a persona that I feel like fits doing something like this so much better than, like, Nicki Minaj. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, a funny, goofy thing that, like, Missy Elliott would do because, like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, maybe she, like, has kids in her family or, like... Yeah. And, like, Nicki Minaj can like she has her fun moments like she did uh some features on like a lonely island song that i think is like the closest she's gotten to this unless i'm just i think she's just like different fun too yeah this kind of screams to me like when kung fu panda came out and they interviewed angelina jolie about it and she was like yeah i did this because like i want to be in movies that my kids can see yeah and it, it like and i don't know like what missy elliott's family situation is like but like her doing this kind of just screams like yeah there are kids in my life that like I'm going to take to see this movie. And wouldn't it be cool if like they heard me over the credits or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, was like in this. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of like, there's, there's a lot of, I know that like we were just talking about hotel Transylvania, but there's a lot of like people who do things just so like their, their kids can enjoy things that they do when they're in, uh, you know, I was going to, I was, I I don't know the right word to describe humor, but I could say worse. I could just say worse movies. But yeah, if I'm talking about the cast of the cast of Hotel Transylvania is essentially the cast of Grown Ups, but it is Hotel Transylvania is good is the difference. Yeah. Also, CeeLo Green is only in one. No. Yeah. I, I don't remember what he did. To... He was the mummy in the first one. And yeah. Then he... And then they they recast. Um... Oh, who is it? Keegan-Michael Key. Yes. Yeah, yes. doing a weird CeeLo Green impression, like they're trying to keep the voice consistent. Yeah, it's very weird. But I don't remember what CeeLo Green did that was so shitty to get recast. Like I, I'm, I'm, sh- I know it's something, but yeah, I don't know either. Um, this is just our back, like our backdoor pilot to talking about how good the Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> Transylvania. movies are. Yeah, our next podcast is just gonna be talking about animated films that we like mm-hmm. <laughs> that other people just, think are maybe yeah, bad. Just the career of Judy Taratovsky. Yeah. And also Shrek. Yeah, sure. Shrek is so good. I like the first anyway, two. I like all of them. You like you you like the Justin Timberlake movie? I do. I think it's the worst one. Okay, out of them, fair enough. But you still enjoy I think, it? I still enjoy it. Yeah, I think yeah, the Justin Timberlake one is the worst one because the Rumpelstiltskin one brings it back. I feel personally. really. I've yes. never I've never even seen that one. Mm-hmm. I was I was so disillusioned while, so by I three. Might need to re- I might need to rewatch. That one, just to be sure that I still have that opinion. But I remember enjoying that one more than three. Mm-hmm. That's probably a, so, probably a low bar. Yeah, three is like, I still liked three, but mm-hmm. it's the worst one for sure. Yeah, and two is the best If one. we don't count, as long as we don't count Puss in Boots, because that is actually the worst. I've never seen it. There's also a lot <laughs> anyway. of like, there's a lot of like holiday specials though. Too. I've seen every Shrek holiday Jesus special. Jesus Christ, I've seen like two of them. But just because of the age, the age I was when they were coming out. I just like used to like after like finals and stuff, I just used to get super high and watch all of the (laughs) Shrek holiday specials. You're valid. (laughs) Um, anyway. Anyways, you have to read this first now. Yes. Who you gonna call? I'm home. 
I can't sleep when I'm home alone. Nighttime. My light's on. Woo. Got me scared. Woo. And I need my bed. <laughs> In my closet. Down the hall. I see shadows. All on my wall. <laughs> Man, these monsters be big and tall. <laughs> Ghostbusters, who you go call? You answered the I... question before you asked it. <laughs> uh, they roll up to my house. I think it's supposed to say they, because it says the in this, but I think it's they knocking on my door. Probably. They come busting in, killing all the ghosts. I don't think they kill them. They're busting. It's, I don't they just suck them into like a thermos or something? Yeah, it's, uh, who cares? I was always the under impression that they were returned to the ghost realm. That sounds right. Uh, maybe I'm just thinking of Danny Phantom. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I I don't know what... I think the ghost parts of my brain are equal parts Ghostbuster and Danny Phantom. Mm -hmm. Actually, probably more Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom's so good. So good. I think it's on Hulu. Is it? Um, I think so. Fuck, I might just watch it all month. Yeah, yeah, do it. Fuck, I might do that too. Anyway, it's so strange in my neighborhood. Look out the window and it ain't too good. I ain't afraid, so let's get to it. Smoke these ghosts like backwoods. Backwoods what, Missy? Who could say? Back backwoods what indeed? Backwoods what? That was my favorite thing I've ever done on a podcast, so <laughs> Welp. And I recently made did a podcast about making a game where uh Kirby the next Kirby game is a Dead Space game. So That would be great though. It literally my pitch is incredible. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyways, the the rest of the song is considered an outro here, in which Patrick Stump says, I mean, he's kind of like, it's almost doing it a disservice to say it out loud when it's, this is, he's probably just like going at it, like without a guideline, and this is just someone writing it down as it happens, but it does say, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not afraid, not afraid. Says that twice. Then he says, ooh, says it again. Does that twice and says, now who you call on? It's still Ghostbusters. He asked that question three more times. The answer is still Ghostbusters. And he says, now listen. And then uh, from, from the deepest part of his soul, he must announce that Bustin makes him feel so. And he says, Bustin makes me feel so. Bustin makes me feel good. And then he says, I'm not afraid a couple <laughs> more times. Ooh, I'm not afraid Ghostbusters. And then it ends. And then it ends. Well. <laughs> Ooh, I need my bed. I just, I just, it's, it's so fun. good. It's fun. It's so, it's just like such my brand of silly bullshit, mm-hmm. and I just really enjoy it a lot. Um, I think it's fun. I think people need to fucking loosen up a little bit and yeah. maybe chill just a smidge. Like, be critical of shit, that's fine, but, like, also maybe read the room a little. I don't know. Yeah. Is there a vacuum emoji? Sh- is there? I I was I was hoping you maybe knew, because I'm looking. I'm not Ooh. an emoji expert by any means. Damn. What cleaning supply emojis are there? Oop, there's a broom. Ooh. Well, uh, I'm sad to report it looks like there's not a vacuum emoji. Oh, 2016. Maybe I'll, use, maybe I'll just use the broom. What a simpler time 2016 was. Oh yeah, it's it's uh been significantly downhill. Yeah. Like literally, y'all were bitching about this fucking movie, and there were worse things to come. Yeah. 
There are uh, not very many cleaning supply emojis. That seems fucked up. There's a broom and a laundry basket and a toilet paper roll. Hmm. Interesting so. decisions. Oh, and like a sponge and a bottle of lotion. Anyway, I'm just prepping the tweet. Don't mind me. Galen! <laughs> yes, Joe. Ugh. Where could people find that tweet that you're prepping and also yourself online? If you want to find the very stupid tweet that I just prepped on our Twitter account, you can follow us at SWGDPod. We tweet episodes, and those tweets are usually shit posts. We also just do regular shit posts, and we tweet questions at Pete Wentz that he never answers. Are you going to remember to make to, to use that draft in like three weeks? Uh, we'll find out. All right. We'll see how well my character growth is stuck. I currently have, let me look, let me look in our drafts. How many drafts do we have right now in the in the barrel? We have drafts. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have two in the barrel. We have one for our Carly episode and one for the Ghostbusters episode. Good. Well, holding you to it. <laughs> well, let's hope I remember. I also have a draft in there that just says uh, Infinity on High is a perfect album and Shrek 2 is a perfect film. We hold these truths to be self-evident. <laughs> 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 I think so I, I said just, that on, a, on the episode. I, I don't remember. Fire, I might just fire that one off at some <laughs> point <laughs> in the week. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Did you pl- um, did you plug your your personal stuff? Oh no, I got distracted by our drafts. Uh, you can find me, the person uh, who's who's half of that Twitter account at CG and eight R's. I'd say more than half. <laughs> okay, maybe like three quarters. Because I just love that you randomly just, like, come on and knock one out of the park, and it's so funny. And I'll see someone re- I'll see someone retweet it, and I'm like, I didn't tweet that. And it genuinely takes me a minute to, like, reconcile the fact that there's a tweet that came from that account that wasn't for me. Because then I really have to think, and I'm like, I didn't say that. Who said that? I'm like, oh, Caitlin, Joe also tweets from the account. <laughs> yeah, that's the but thing. Anyway. I gotta, they have to come to me. I can't go, like, thinking, oh, man, I gotta make a tweet right now. Yeah, which is why I pretty much never tweet like episodes of my shows out ever, (laughs) unless I just happen to have something good. Uh, It's very good. Anyway, so yeah, CG8Rs, Twitter.com. I have a pinned tweet with all my other shit. You should also check out uh, Uppercut, which is my game site, because we're going to have cool stuff coming up in the month and for the rest of the year. So nice. Also, Extra Life is coming. I'll plug that That's too. That's true. Yeah. The orange groves. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's 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 a bummer to all. But uh, the orange groves podcast network will be participating in Extra Life, which is a twenty-four hour stream to raise money for charity. We're gonna be playing video games. Um, a bunch of hosts are gonna be in my home for it. Uh, but we are going to be starting the morning of November sixteenth. Uh, sometime in the morning. I don't know when. And then running for twenty-four hours. Lots of folks are going to be there. We're ironing out the schedule now, but this episode comes out in like three weeks. So I'm plugging it. Um, and if you follow Orange Groves Net on Twitter, you'll see more updates about it. Um, like the schedule and other stuff we'll be doing um, as it happens. It's going to be lit. I'll be in the chat. Woo. And probably shit tweeting about it. Good. From our account. Please, please, please clip whenever anything good happens. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J. 
Ooh, oh, spooky. I sometimes tweet about my... uh, The thing is, like, yeah, I won't tweet for, like, a week, and then I'll just, like, open up my phone and say, like, Mission Impossible Goose Protocol. Like, that's (laughs) that's kind of the experience. Yeah, it's either either radio silence or, like, a very funny shit post. Or I I retweet my girlfriend's cosplay and selfies a lot. Yeah. But I am there. Yeah, I make some other podcasts. Such as, have I ever intentionally plugged Got It Memorized? I feel like I I just assume, like, if people are listening to any of my shows, they started there, which isn't true in any way. But I do make a a Kingdom Hearts, well, it used to be a Kingdom Hearts show called God of Memorized, where we covered all the plot, and then we're, now we're doing The World Ends With You because we finished Kingdom Hearts 3, and, um, we'll probably finish it before the DLC comes out. I don't know. We kind of just are, we're winging it for now. (laughs) Yeah, we also have later. no idea when the fucking DLC comes out. Yeah, so, so we're kind of waiting on that news and taking the world ends with you at its own whatever pace feels comfortable. But um, yeah, you can go listen to that if you haven't. Uh, and I don't plug in or Stitchel anymore because it's over. But uh, it's all there if you haven't checked it out. The tabletop show that I did. Caitlin here is on season two. Uh, Hell but yeah, baby. Yeah, Interstitial is a Kingdom Hearts inspired crossover tabletop show. There were two seasons and some one shots. Um, and if you've never heard of it, I recommend checking it out. But that is all the plugs ahead. We did say SWGD pod on Twitter, right? Yes, we did. We also uh, we mentioned it earlier because I got to pick. Uh, Pairing playlist is on Spotify. We take the Fall Out Boy song that we talk about and then joe and occasionally me takes another song and we slap them together and we say you're married now and then mm-hmm. they're on a playlist on spotify together it's in the show notes you can also find it on spotify by searching fob cast i think correct and uh yeah you should listen to that it's pretty good um and we also have the Orange Grows Discord server. Yes. Uh which you can uh find by going to the Orange Grows website and clicking on discord i think yeah it's at the bottom it's at the bottom of the page okay and then you can hang out with us and talk about fallout boy with us in our channel and also the other shows on the network in those channels yeah and uh like we we have we've been having some hot weezer green day fallout boy (laughs) discourse in there recently so you can get it on that yeah that's gonna Um, that's that's gonna perfectly date when this episode was recorded yeah yeah well well Listen, it be like that. Um. Anyway, yeah. So who knows what we'll be talking about by then? Probably, I assume we'll be talking about the the pros and cons of Missy Elliott's uh, verse. <laughs> so <laughs> get it on that. Uh. Yeah. And I think I think that's all the things. Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Yes. I'm just gonna let that be the rest of the episode. <laughs> And shivers down your spine Shrieking skulls will shock your soul <laughs> tonight Spooky, scary skeletons Speak with such a screech You'll shake and shudder in surprise When you hear these zombies shriek We're so sorry skeletons You're so misunderstood You only